Can I interest you in a company, maybe even this one, or the one that you work for? It's something called employee ownership trusts. In the recent federal budget, had some language in it saying that we should move to allow this kind of thing in this country. The United States and the United Kingdom have it. This is where employees, you know, own the company. They don't necessarily run it because they I mean I don't know if you want. I don't know if you want Beatrice from Human Resources to have that much more power. I don't know if I do. I just it might be it might be troublesome. But let's talk about the reality of it and how it actually works. And for that, I am pleased to welcome to the program John Shell, who is managing director of the nonprofit organization Social Capital Partners, who is a big believer in employee ownership trust. Welcome to the program, John. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, give me an overview here. What What do we mean when we say that? Sure. So uh, employee ownership trusts are uh, uh, effectively a vehicle for an owner to sell their business to their employees. And you actually described it really well in the intro. But, but you know, one way it works is an owner will say, okay, my company is worth whatever, uh, call it a dollar. I'm going to lend my company that dollar, and then all the shares will transfer to my employees in a trust. Then the company pays me back the dollar, and now my employees own the company free and clear. If you're an employee in a company that happens to be owned in this way, uh, you accumulate shares over time. And then when you leave the company, the company buys back the shares. And so there's a couple of, you know, there's a bunch of really interesting examples of employee owned companies who, you know, owned this way in the US. Uh, if you've ever been to Florida, you've probably seen Publix the grocery chain, their employee owned with 200,000 employees, Gore-Tex, Cliff Bar, and the, the one I like to use in Canada is Bob's Red Mill, which is, you know, you see a lot of Bob's Red Mill products on the shelves at the grocery store. That's an employee-owned company. So then d does any equity gain in the company in terms of its stock price as it goes up? Then, then, I mean, that feeds into the overall wealth of employees when they leave the company? Yeah, that's exactly right. So so take a grocer at Publix, right? They would have owned, or like grocery clerk, you know, they would have earned shares throughout their career there. So some have been there 30, 40 years and earned shares every year. And some have retired with a million dollars uh, in their share account. And then the company buys them out. Uh, every year, the company has a valuation done and that sets the share price. And if, a, if an employee leaves, they would get paid based on that share price. Uh, now, I made jokes about human resources. It's always human resources that are most terrifying in uh, <laughs> corporate or any corporate culture. Whenever the HR, whenever you get a call from HR, it's never, ever good. Uh, so here's my trouble is that uh, do I want to give the people in HR any more power over the direction of the company? Uh, uh, well, listen, I think it depends on your HR team. Some HR team. <laughs> I guess I mean just the, the employees themselves. Yeah, the I don't know. I know. Um, so, so the way the way these work, um, uh, the employees, you know, have a little more say in the company. If if the if someone says they want to come buy the company, employees can often have a, you know uh, um, have an opinion on that and are able to to vote on it. But generally, uh, you know, in the day to day running of the business, it runs exactly as it ran. I mean, the purpose of this, if you think about like a two hundred person manufacturing company in Brampton. Right. And the owner has been the same family for 60 years and it's been run in a certain way. You don't want to transfer that uh, a company to a one person, one vote on every decision the next day. Right. You want that company can, to continue to be run as it has been run. You just want the benefits of that company now to flow to employees. And that's how this works. 
So the, the grocery clerk at Publix, who would have cashed out for a million dollars when they retired, they didn't have a role in managing Publix, and it's probably good that they didn't. Publix was run by you know a, a thoughtful management team with an independent board of directors, and, and has been a good steward of the wealth of those employees over the last three or four decades. I'm speaking with uh, John Shell, who is a managing director of Social Capital Partners, and we're talking about employee ownership trusts. I mentioned that there were some elements in the most recent federal budget about this, but it was pretty vague, John, which doesn't really give me a lot of confidence that the government is actually forcefully going to move in this direction. What was your take? Look, uh, last year the government said they'd study it, and this year they said they'd do it. I mean, to me, that's pretty great progress. Uh, and, you know, it's not as if they haven't had a lot on their plate over the last couple of years. You know, I, I think we've had great conversations with them. Uh, this is actually a pretty complicated policy uh, because you're into trust law and, and, and what have you, and, and getting it right really matters, right? So the design of this will affect whether or not people do it. It'll affect, you know, the most important thing to us as a nonprofit that's focused on wealth inequality, in that if it does happen that the shares are distributed to all employees, that they're distributed for free. So this becomes an accessible way for workers to grow their wealth. And so all of that stuff is really important and takes time. So, so we're not at all worried. John, great to talk to you. I appreciate your perspective on all of this. Well, thank you so much. That's John Shell, who's Managing Director of the nonprofit organization Social Capital Partners. And my apologies to the uh, employees that are a part of the Human Resources Department here at Shaw. Uh, you're a valuable member of the team. I respect you. Please do not call. I just, I just, it's, you know, it's been a tough week. 